the name of Jesus. Amen. You are in a boat. Look around you. Look up and see the architectural design even of our sanctuary. And where you sit right now, you sit in what's called the nave, N-A-V-E, which is a nautical term that refers to the hold of a vessel, or rather, the place in which the cargo is kept. And you, you are the cargo. You are the possession of the Most High God who has qualified you to be His catch of fish, His saints of light. But yet, you sleep. Jonah slept, running away from God, running from his vocation, that which he was called to do. He ran away and he fell fast asleep. Our Old Testament text tells us, the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship threatened to break up. Now you know what your Lord asks of you, right? You know His commands. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor, the other fishes in the deep blue sea, with your whole heart, love them as yourself. But for us, that's too hard. Sleep is so much easier. A peaceful life, after all, is what we Jonas seek and work for. Precisely because being the precious cargo of the Most High God, being a Christian, a little Christ, a mini-me? Well, it brings with it hard work. It brings with it storms and troubles. Take up your cross and follow me, the master and commander cries out to you. In the world you will have tribulation, the captain of our boat shouts above the waters that roar and foam. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you, says the true navigator of your life. Jonah was not the Messiah, nor is your country, your president, your husband, your boss, your teacher, your pastors, or dear old dad or grandpa. The true Messiah comes. And do you see what he does in our gospel text for today? Were you paying attention or were you asleep? Jesus, we're told in our text, got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. 
Behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but Jesus was asleep. Jesus comes for you into the boat, His church, for you. And Jesus sleeps. And in His sleeping in the boat, He assumes all of your sinful sleeping on the job, your rejection of vocation, your dismissal of trials and tribulations, your flat-out refusal of the cross that He's called you to bear, and the trials that He allows to grieve you. Jesus sleeps for you. For those of little faith, for us, Sinner saints, us little fishes in the deep blue sea who doubt and fear. What are we to do? One of our little boys, and none of them are quite so little anymore, and he shall remain nameless, would often sneak into our bedroom in the wee hours of the morning Carefully and quietly, he would nestle his little head as close as he could get to one of ours. And then, wake up! Loudly and obnoxiously, he would startle us awake. I still have nightmares. What is there to do? For us storm-tossed little Christians. And the disciples went and woke Jesus, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. Faith, true faith, expects the unexpected. The challenges, the difficulties, the suffering, the sign. True faith works hard to love the Lord your God with all your heart. True faith works hard to love your neighbor, those other fishes, as yourself. But true faith never, never ever looks to save itself or to design a life apart from the Lord's design and ministrations. True faith, you see, is obnoxiously loud. However little it may seem to be to you at that time. We did it earlier. After we invoked the Lord's name, after we entered into His house with songs, with psalms, and the intro it, we cried out to Him obnoxiously, did we not, Pastor? Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Save us, Lord. We are perishing. And so He does. First redeeming you with His very life. 
not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood, his innocent suffering and death. And he spends a lifetime here on earth, almost 33 years of it, sleeping and assuming all of your sin that he drags like fish in nets to the cross, to sleep, to death, to three days in the belly of the same earth upon which he walked to redeem you, to redeem all of creation. And he rises from that sleeping. He rises and he hears your prayers and your supplications and he rises and he rebukes the winds and the seas of your life, of your sin. What sort of man is this, they cry, that even the winds and the sea obey him? But you know, he is your master and commander. He is your captain. He is your navigator. He is your savior. And you are his. Wake up, look around, through faith see what He brings you to, and for that that He brings you to, He will also and always see you safely through. See His protection for you from sin, death, and the devil in the waters of your holy baptism. Taste and see that the Lord is good in bread and wine that nourishes you with His divine body and blood. Hear and sing aloud, O ye fellow saints and sinners of little faith, for He has come that you might live, that you might move, that you might have your being, that you might know and taste what true freedom is. For you, well, you are safely tucked away in the cargo hold of His holy bride, His church. And you will be delivered on time and to the correct address of the new heavens and the new earth. Until then, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good and His steadfast love endures forever. In the name of Jesus. Peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.